Yo, what's good, everybody? You're now tuned in to Crockpot Conversations with Anthony D. Sparks. This is a place where I talk about issues that are practical, hopefully in a way that's powerful, to try to give you something that's portable. Thanks so much for listening, and please make sure that you subscribe to and share the podcast. And if you're an Apple Podcast user, please take a second to rate and review the podcast, because without your five stars, I ain't getting very far. Now, let me say this real quick. It's so many of you all out there that are listening that have not hit those five stars yet. You have not written a review yet. Y'all, please do your boy a favor. Do me a solid. Go in the Apple Podcast app, open up the podcast, and hit those five stars. Write a quick review to let people know what you think about the podcast. It definitely matters. So I appreciate y'all, all right? That being said, y'all, this is episode 19, and if you're listening in real time, today is December 20th, 2019, and this is the last podcast episode for 2019, and honestly, I didn't know if I was going to um, drop this episode and just kind of wait until 2020 and start, you know, start new with the new year, et cetera, but but God kind of just led me in this direction, and so I wanted to share this, I guess, maybe quick nugget with you all. Um, in this episode. And and so look, if, if you're anything like me, um, I'm pretty sure that your year has probably been a bit of a you know mixed bag, right? You've experienced some great things and you've probably endured some garbage things. Um, I'm sure you've probably had some high highs and you've suffered some low lows. Um, some things that you expected came true. But on the flip side, some things that you didn't expect also came through. Overall, I'm pretty sure you had some good, some bad, some excitement, some disappointment. And if that's the case, I think it's probably safe to say that your year didn't quite go like you planned. That being said, what do we do with that? Do we just kind of throw the year away? Do we say, oh, I can't wait to get out of 19 and get into 2020 and start fresh? I mean, do, do we just kind of say, you know, man, the hell with 19 or like, do we do we just kind of do that or? Or, or, or do we do something different with what we've experienced this year? So, of course, you know where I stand on that. I think that um, even though it didn't quite go like I planned, there are some things that happened this year, um, of course, that I can be excited and happy about. Um, but but overall, more than anything, y'all, there are some things that I learned this year. Yeah, there are five things that I want to share with you that I learned in 2019 that I believe will help me um, have a great 2020 and and honestly beyond, right? Now, I've learned a lot more than these five things. And in some cases, it's not necessarily things I've learned. Maybe it's just things that were really reinforced. All right. So I want to share with you all five key things that I learned in 2019 um, that I'm going to absolutely utilize and help to propel Um, An awesome 2020. All right. So five things that I learned, no particular order. The first thing is simply this, y'all. My year didn't go exactly like I expected it to, but it went exactly how I needed it to. Yeah, it didn't go exactly like I expected it to, but it went exactly how I needed it to. Now, in a sense, that can be a tough pill to swallow, right? Um, because look, for me, I had thoughts of a six figure year and I wanted to unload a lot of debt 
And I wanted to take a couple of great vacations in 2019. And that just did not happen for me. <laughs> but the things that I didn't get accomplished this year, well, guess what? They're goals for next year. And just because I didn't reach them this year, it doesn't mean that I failed. But it simply means that I maybe learned. All right. There were some things that I had planned on doing, like I've said it in, you know, in previous episodes, like I, I had visions or, or, or plan to write my fourth book. Didn't happen this year. Um, but on the flip side, I started a podcast. Right. So so there was a lot of kind of give and take or some trade offs. But, you know, overall, um, I had some wins and I had some losses. But get this. I, I truly believe, y'all, that a lot of times um, God uses at least for me, my losses to really kind of keep me grounded, you know, keep me down to earth, not let me get too full of myself. Because sometimes, y'all, if you are just, um, I guess, just just, just winning and winning and winning and victory after victory after victory, sometimes what I found, y'all, is that just that continual state of winning can um, unhealthily inflate your ego. While on the flip side, every now and then losing helps to shape your ego. Man, look, I found that I become a much better winner after I've experienced a little defeat. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit more humble. I'm a little bit more gracious um, after I know that I've had to endure some things to get to that point. And so there were some defeats I suffered in 2019, but all it means is that victory is going to taste so much sweeter in 2020. I believe that. So the year might not have gone exactly like like I expected it to, but it went exactly how I needed it to. That's the first thing. Second thing is that family will always matter more than finances. Yeah, look, financially, I, I made enough you know, money to support my family and meet my obligations this year and all of that. Um, but one thing that really, really continued to be reinforced for me throughout this year is that I'd rather have family and no finances than finances and no family. I know, just hold on, because I know some of y'all are probably looking like, man, sh- man, what did you miss me with that? But you hear what I'm saying? Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't twist my words. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I want both. All right. I want a loving, healthy, happy family, and I want healthy. Um, happy finances. All right. That's just real talk. But if I had to choose, if I were in a position where I was being made to pick one over the other, I would choose my crew every time. Because look, man, the quality time I spent with my wife and the hundreds of times I wrestled with my boys and the laughs I shared with my brother and sister and the meals I ate with my mama and daddy and the conversations I had with my uncles and aunts and cousins, those things are irreplaceable. As long as I got the ability, I can make money. But y'all, time flies. And I'm starting to realize that my parents won't always be here. And my sons, they won't always be little. And the things that make my life so rich are not guaranteed forever. And so I got to take full advantage of them while I can. Family over finances. Why? Because as long as I got ability, I can make the finances. I can always make more money. But 
just the nature of life, I don't have the ability to make and replace my family. So family will always matter more than finances. The third thing I learned is to simply not take yourself so seriously all the time. All right, man, look, I don't care what anybody else says. If every day is spent um, grinding and trying to get this person's attention and trying to get in that person's face and trying to make it to this networking event or trying to do something to make a name for yourself or trying to always gather the spotlight, man, look, you can have it. You can have it. All right. Look, I I found so much joy this year in just being able to say, not today, (laughs) not today. All right. Look, there were some days, y'all, where I just binge watched episodes of The Office or um, Parks and Rec or The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. All three great shows, by the way. And I was just at complete peace. I just felt rejuvenated after that day. Um, And look. Don't get me wrong. There were times when my overactive brain said, Joe, hey, you got to get up. You got to do some work because there are people out there who are passing you by. People out there who are making the money that you could be making and people out there who are getting the opportunities that you should be getting and all of that. But at the end of the day, um, one thing that was always reinforced to me is that the opportunities that are meant for me, God ain't going to let me miss them. Now, of course, I'm going to always do my part. I'm going to work and do what I need to do. But but. I don't have to struggle and stress and strain to get what God has purposed for me to have. I found y'all that I'm at my best for myself and for others when I have balance. And so, look, if you think that you're too busy to chill out every now and then, more power to you. But all I got to say is this. Even Jesus chilled. And last time I checked, regardless of how important you think your job is, He had the most important job in the history of the world. So I'm going to take a cue from him every now and then and just chill out. (laughs) All right. The fourth thing I learned is that consistency is key. Man, if I had $100 for every person who reached out, every person who said, hey, I want to work with you or every person who said, hey, can I get your information? I could have bought a brand new car and paid for it in cash. But here is what that taught me. Whether or not folks follow up, that's not my concern. I I can't make anybody pay an invoice or I can't make somebody decide that, you know, today is the day that they decide to work with me. Now, all I can do is what I can do. And that is stay ready so that whenever that day comes and they're ready, we can come together and make something happen. If if this journey that I'm on, if this is what I'm building my life on, y'all, I can't get bent out of shape. When somebody ignores my call or deletes my email or reads but doesn't respond to my DM, I can't get caught up in that because my job is to simply be consistent. All right. And if I'm consistent, then I can at least ensure that when the call, email or DM does come, I won't be caught off guard. All right. Consistency is key. The fifth and final thing I learned or better yet, that was reinforced um, is, is simply this. And it might sound elementary. Um, it might sound, um, very, um, I don't know, basic, plain Jane, whatever you want to call it, but it's an absolute truth that I take complete comfort in. And that is the fact that Jesus loves me. Yes. Me specifically. Yes. And you can put your name in there, in that place. He loves me. And so look, this, uh, like I said, this isn't something that's new to me. 
but it seems like every year I get a greater awareness and appreciation for this fact. Look, I hadn't done everything right this year. I haven't treated everybody right. I, I haven't moved every time he said move. I, I haven't been this perfect example of obedience. All right, I, I've made a ton of mistakes. I've, I've maybe hurt some feelings along the way. I've probably caused some folks to say, you know what? It's time for me to move on from Anthony. Yeah, I, mean, I, I hate to admit that, but that's probably that's probably true. But at the end of the day, I know without a shadow of a doubt that Jesus loves me. And how do I know that? Because in spite of my junk, y'all, I've still been blessed this year. And my uncle says it um, in a nice way. And I don't know if I'm going to get this exactly right how he says it. But, in, in, you know, in some way, shape or form, he says that pretty much when it comes to, 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 to Christ and my relationship with him, everything I know, he taught me. How far I've come, he brought me. All right? In spite of my mistakes, he kept me. And even though I've been straight up foolish at times, he's never left me. All right. That's what my year has looked like, y'all. And, and it hadn't been exactly what I planned, but um, I've learned a lot. And I'm going to use everything I've learned to make 2020 even better than this year was. And so um, the five things, again, that were either um, reinforced for me or things that I learned was that, number one, the year might not have gone exactly like I expected it to, but it went exactly like I needed it to. Number two, family will always matter more than finances. Three, don't take yourself so seriously all the time. Four, consi consistency is key. And five, Jesus absolutely loves me. All right, so look, I would love to keep this conversation going, y'all. And so if you would, after you listen to this episode, head on over to the Crockpot Conversations Facebook group and let's keep this going. I want to know five things that you either learned this year or things that were um, reinforced for you. All right, so let's keep that conversation going. And of course, that's the episode, good people. If y'all have gotten anything from it, and I hope and pray you have, please take a second to subscribe, share, rate, and review. Um, as always, if you want to work with me on this or any other subject um, that you might be dealing with in your life, you've got a few ways. You can reach out to me via social media, Anthony D. Sparks. Um, you can hit me up on my website, www.anthonydsparks.com. Uh, you can email me at contact at anthonydsparks.com or you can even shoot me a, a text at 415-935-0219. Last but not least, as always, if you'd like to contribute to support the podcast, it is absolutely appreciated. Just click on the support this podcast link in the show notes. No contribution amount is too big and also no amount is too small. So if you think that whatever little small amount you got in mind, if you're like, I don't want to make a difference for him. It absolutely will. All right. So thank y'all so much for the consideration. All right. Thanks for rocking with me as always. I'm looking forward to next time, which will be next year. Again, if you're listening to this in real time, it's 2019. It'll be 2020 when the next episode drops. And so I hope y'all are looking forward to that. All right. Have a great one. I'm going to talk to you soon, y'all. I'm out.